I'm Pastor Joseph Clark, and welcome to JC and Me, a four-minute devotion. Each week I have the honor of leading Bible study for some very special elderly brothers and sisters at a local retirement facility. Recently, at the conclusion of one of our Bible studies, one of our fellowship approached me, um, commenting enthusiastically about how invigorated she was at each Bible study. She added that she felt as though it, quote-unquote, recharged her love for God every week. Immediately, a red flag went up for me. I asked her to elaborate on her feedback, and she told me that she loves praying, she loves singing hymns, and that she loves coming to church. Her comments had the earmark of someone who was a consumer of the fellowship, but not a contributor. I asked her how much time that she spends in the Word each day. Her reply was, never. That she just does not feel motivated to open the Bible whatsoever. Is that a sin? She asked. I did my best not to sound condescending as I asked her, then what God are you praying to? See, two things came to mind. The first was, if someone picked a name out of the phone book and asked you to dedicate your life and all that you are and all that you own to that random name, would you do it? And the second thing that came to mind was how much more I appreciated my children self-initiating doing the chores around the house when they were tired and didn't feel like doing them. God knows the instances when we're not feeling motivated, but crack open our Bibles anyhow. To read his holy word, not because we are saved by deeds, rather because he commands us to do it. But I'll get back to that in just a moment. Simply put, we read the Holy Bible to know God and to make him known. God is our authority, and the Holy Bible is his authoritative standard. Do you ever take a spiritual temperature check? We all experience peaks and valleys in our day-to-day walk of faith. We have days where we are feeling angry, discouraged, annoyed, frustrated, sad, even broken. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, Jesus says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it is written, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. We all experience days where our spiritual temperature is low. Those are the days when we need Him the most. We don't run from a store when they're having a sale. We don't turn down food when we are starving. We don't turn down medical treatment when we're injured. Why would we not spend time in His Word when we are most spiritually in need? When we're not feeling it is when we need God's assurance that we are His and nothing can separate us from Him. Not to mention that when our spiritual temperature is low, we have an opportunity to be good and faithful servants and spend time in His Word and persevere when we are least feeling motivated to do so. We dare not give in to the temptation of being fickle about our time spent in the Word. Where do you think that temptation comes from? Who does it please when we refrain from time in the Word? The enemy. God's Word is living. To not read it is to refuse to answer the phone when he calls. Why would we ignore such a precious gift? Some read the Holy Bible or listen to it in audio version, or some have it read to them. In any case, to reject that is to practice a a pseudo-religion in which we have cobbled together only that which pleases our earthly minds. You know, the Holy Spirit proclaims about the Word of God that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 to 17, 
All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And in John chapter 12, verse 48, Jesus warns, The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. We cannot heed Jesus' words if we do not know them. And where do we go to get them? The Holy Bible. As I was writing this, I grabbed an old copy of the New Testament and Psalms that I have on my bookshelf. It's uh, it's a bit of a treasure, actually. It's an old Gideon's copy for hospital use from, I think, like the 1950s. And the first page states the following. This book reveals the mind of God, the state of man, the way of salvation, the doom of sinners, and the happiness of believers. Its doctrines are holy, its precepts are binding, its histories are true, and its decisions are immutable. Read it to be wise, believe it to be safe, and practice it to be holy. It contains light to direct you, food to support you, and comfort to cheer you. It is the traveler's map, the pilgrim's staff, the pilot's compass, the soldier's sword, and the Christian's charter. Here, too, heaven is opened and the gates of hell disclosed. Christ is its grand subject, our good its design, and the glory of God its end. It should fill the memory, rule the heart, and guide the feet. Read it slowly, frequently, prayerfully. It is a mine of wealth, a paradise of glory, and a river of pleasure. It is given to you in life, will be opened at the judgment, and be remembered forever. It involves the highest responsibility, will reward the greatest labor, and condemn all who trifle with its sacred contents. Owned, it riches. Studied, it is wisdom. Trusted, it is salvation. Loved, it is character. And obeyed, it is power. My beloved brothers and sisters, if God came to you and in plain English told you to read the Bible, would you not do it? I'm sure you would. Here's the thing. He has. In Proverbs chapter 22, verses 17 to 21, God tells us, Pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach. For it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips, so that your trust may be in the Lord. God not only calls us to read the Holy Bible, He tasks us with speaking the words contained therein with others. Is it a sin to refuse God's commands? Yes. Does God command us to read his holy word? Yes, he does. Please pray for me, as I will for you. Heavenly Father, merciful creator of all things, you who are all-knowing and wise, teach us your ways, Lord. We seek your wisdom and insight. We want to have your love-filled knowledge and understanding. We seek your wisdom so we can walk in a manner that brings you glory. In the most sacred name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'm Pastor Joseph Clark, and thank you for listening to this short devotion on JC and Me.